0: This Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Ben Smith. Ben serves as the Service Leadership Program Manager at the Chaffetz School of Business at St. Louis University. In this capacity, Ben engages students in leadership formation through the conduits of service learning Community engagement and co-curricular experiences. Hi, Ben.
1: Hello. It's, it's a pleasure being here. Thank you.
0: Oh my gosh, it's so nice yeah. to meet you. So, I I am an alum of St. Louis U. Oh, cool. So I love meeting the people that are there and doing the interesting and amazing uh-huh. things that they are doing now. But tell me, I mean, what are you doing there now? Patricia has yeah. told me only great things.
1: Yeah. Well, it's funny how life is, right? Because you know, when I first came to St. Louis, I came to St. Louis in um. The fall of two thousand four, and I thought, you know, originally for graduate school, and I thought, you know, I'll be here for a couple of years, and here I am, about eighteen some odd years later. Wow,
0: you um, like us? Apparently, yeah. Okay. I, I stuck
1: around, so so I, I finished grad school and then got um, hired uh, at SLU right away after grad school, and uh, but I spent the first five years of my time at SLU uh, as a campus minister in that department. Uh, so I worked with students in, in um, faith formation in terms of how that relates to social justice. Um, so I, you know, I coordinated all of our immersion experiences. So we went all over the place. We went to El Salvador, um, oh, cool. you know, uh, all over the U.S., uh, Belize. Um, so it was really a, a privilege and an honor to get to, to work with students in that in that. Sort of experiential aspect of their education and how that relates to their faith, and so uh, then uh, a few years into that into that gig, I had the opportunity to um, to uh, take a job in the business school, and so a big piece of what I do there is um, I coordinate an a- academic minor called service leadership, uh, and so students every business student can apply to be in the program, um, and if they're a- accepted, then they they. You know, the beginning of the long trajectory of completing engagement in the community through service, uh, learning about leadership through workshops, uh, taking certain academic coursework that will help form them into the leaders that we hope they become. So, so I've been doing that now for what nine years, something like that. And uh, it's like I said, it's just an, it's a privilege to get to work with students, uh, to get to walk with them on their journeys, and um, that's a big piece of what kind of fuels my my passion for higher ed is is walking with students and and being with them in that process of growth.
0: And I have to say, service leadership is one of my favorite. Things things mm-hmm. that I've ever learned about. And I actually learned it uh, from a gentleman, Thomas Gregory. Okay. And Thomas has been, th- been a big part of service leadership for a long time. And when he explained it all to me, I was like, that's beautiful. Yeah. The whole thought of you can't lead mm-hmm. unless you learn how to serve right. the people you're leading.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, you know, one of the things, the best visual I give students when they are introduced to servant leadership is, you know, if you look at traditional leadership sort of from a, as a, as a pyramid, as a triangle, so to speak, um, that, you know, traditionally the leader's on the top right, uh, and the, f- the quote unquote followers are on the bottom. Well, the cool thing about servant leadership is it, it inverts that, right? And so the leader is still on the, on the tip, but the leader is there to support the follower, so to Everyone speak. Else. So it's really about, um, servant leadership at its core is about helping those that you work with become the best versions of themselves, have opportunity for growth and becoming, like I said, the, the best version of who they can be.
0: And you have, I want to talk about this week you have coming up. Oh yeah, Mission Meets the Market Week, mm-hmm. uh, and what what Trisha shared with me, it's focused on societal impact and service leadership. Yep. So let's talk about that.
1: Yeah, sure. So we've um, in the last couple of years we've we, we've really been trying to. Um, not that we weren't doing this before, but we're really trying to um, embrace our Jesuit mission in the business mm-hmm. school, in the context of the business school. And so we've been talking a lot about uh, sort of our, a slogan of our, of our school being where mission meets the market. Um, and one of the things that we wanted to do was really highlight uh, how students are engaging in that mission um, and how... Um, how business is a force for good in, in society. And so one way we're doing that is through this week. It's is the first year we're doing it. Um, it's going to be next week. <laughs> it's coming fast. Wow. Um, and uh, we're doing multiple events. Um, so there's there's four main events that we're going to be hosting. Uh, one is uh, a, um, a fashion show called um, um, Dress for Success. And we're going to be highlighting our... Um, clothing swap program called Career Closet that our students uh, started. So essentially what that is is uh, if a student, any student at SLU has an interview but needs the formal wear, they can go to the Career Closet, get free clothing, and then have it for... That's so great. It's all all donated clothing. Um, And um, so we work with our, you know, individuals in the community but also through our corporate relationships to to get the clothing. Um, And so the Dress for Success event will be uh, students get to be models. (laughs) Oh, so um, it, uh, it is fun for them in that sense. And then they get to learn about, you know, what are the different forms of formal wear, like, you know, um, business casual, et cetera. Uh, so that's the first event we're doing. Uh, our keynote speaker is on Wednesday. So just a little over a week. Uh, and we're bringing in a um, for-profit brewery um, folks from a for-profit brewery in North Carolina, but that has a social mission. It's called True Colors Brewing, um, and their whole thing is um, to eliminate gang violence um, through um, economic development, essentially. Wow! And so they hire active gang members, uh, rival gang members, and they they are filling almost every rank in, in the whole company. Um, and so uh, they go through an onboarding process that's you know everything from yoga to you know um, um, soft skills, hard hard skills in terms of uh, employment. Uh, and then they, they, they run the company. Um, and so we're bringing three individuals uh, from True Colors to t- speak to the students about how um, for-profit business can be a, a force for social good. And so that's happening. Uh, then we also have a, um, uh, an event um, called uh, um, the Major Exploration Fair. So one of our students, great student, they're all great students, uh, but one of our students, Marissa, uh, is... Um, passionate about closing the gender gap in business. Uh, and there it's very kind of clear that there are certain majors within the business school that have more men than women. And so uh, I true. think that was sort of the stimulus for her to wanting to to do this, to to uh, highlight the various majors within the business school, um, who are examples living in you know in careers in that area uh, and really kind of um, you know broaden the scope of who who it's applicable to, right? So get. Uh, you know, all students, female, male, et cetera, in to learn about these different careers and different um, major tracks. So that's cool because
0: mm-hmm. there may be things you don't know about mm-hmm, that you wouldn't, unless someone brings it to your attention. Yep. You have no idea it's even mm-hmm. something that exists. Yeah,
1: and the cool thing is she's bringing in. It's not just a you know a typical kind of fair where there's tables and you have the different, and that is part of it. But she's she's reached out to um, alumni in each of those areas who are going to be there as well. And also student representatives who are currently majoring in those in those areas. So, oh, and nice. they've got this whole cool thing. They've got um, like QR codes at each station that, if you scan it, it takes you to like these different profiles, and it's really neat. They've done a good job.
0: Oh my gosh, that is mm-hmm. awesome! And so, so I want to go back to you started with you were. I mean, what did you call you were? You were what did you first do at Slope? Oh, what I was, was campus minister.
1: It? I was the Faith campus and Justice minister. minister. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so, and that was with the Jesuits.
1: That's with the, yeah we, yeah by default because we are a, a, a Catholic Jesuit university right so, right right uh, yeah
0: super educated human beings right uh-huh, uh huh right. absolutely
1: so what was
0: I mean within that I mean I think it's so interesting you started there you went to business uh-huh. and that you've been able to meld these two mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah yeah right
1: it's um you know, I have to be honest is that when I first took the, the position in the business school, I wasn't quite sure, right? You know, I, I was used to working with lots of arts and science majors um, and students pursuing, you know, theology, et cetera. And so I was a little bit hesitant because, you know, I, I don't have a business background personally. Um, my background is social work, theology, and higher ed, so essentially. Uh, and so um, when I went into the business school, I was kind of, you know, like I said, a little hesitant, didn't know what to expect. Um, and I've, I've, what I've become, when I've come to, what I've grown to realize is that, you know, business and many other professions are where mission kind of hits the ground, right? It's, you know, theology is wonderful. Don't get me wrong. Um, lots of majors like that are great. But um, what I tell students is, and this is a little bit of where mission meets the market kind of comes from, is that, you know, y- when you're out in the professional world, you're going to, you're, you have the opportunity um, uh, and, and, and the, the blessing to, to be that mission in action,
0: Right. right, so you
1: you are where that mission meets the market. The students are really where the mission meets the market, right, in their professional careers. And so, whether you go into accounting or you go into finance or you do something different like social entrepreneurship, or you know you form a social enterprise or, or run a nonprofit or whatever, um, you are still you are pushing the mission in the public sphere.
0: Yeah, and doing it in a thoughtful way.
1: And doing it in a thoughtful way.
0: You know, something mm-hmm. again. So with the mm-hmm. with the servant leadership. It is Mm -hmm. you are serving the people you lead. Mm -hmm. So it's not all about you and what you want. And, you know, and I mean, and and we see that. And we've, in fact, right before I I, um, talked to you, we were talking about, like, I'm watching We Crashed right now about the WeWork guy. who felt like he was more about, Him Uh Uh (laughs) and the Uh the image he thought he was creating. (laughs) Um, And um, Elizabeth Holmes, the Theranos gal, also like very, um, these people, I I, I feel like they they really believed in what Mm -hmm. they were doing. They Mm -hmm. didn't see that they Mm -hmm. really weren't serving Mm -hmm. anybody but themselves. They were just, they had bought into their own. Right charisma and what have you. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know. There could be a mental health issue behind all of that. So I don't know how, you know, what, what, but it, I think with any, you know, young adult out Mm -hmm. there, having them, showing them this part of it, Yeah. what are they going to do in the world? Right. You know, and, and this Mm -hmm. brewery you're talking Mm -hmm. about is a perfect Mm -hmm. example of that. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that sounds challenging it is. with the brewery. Um, you know, especially if they're if it's rival gangs. So it's mm-hmm. really getting them to understand mm-hmm. part of it, mm-hmm. I'm going to guess. Yeah. Is that there there's human beings right. involved here. Right.
1: Yeah. It's about relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And ultimately that and I I'm convinced whether it's whether it's, you know, something like therapy or it's something like, you know, professional experience or it's, you know, building relationship is how transformation happens. Yeah. It's, transformation is in the relationship. And so I think that's a, that is a, a key, I think, to what True Colors Brewing is doing. Um, I think it's also providing economic opportunity uh, and the fact that you know, um, when, there's, there's, when that's lacking, um, that has an effect. And, and sometimes that, re- that you know, translates into things like violence um, um, because people don't have a lot of options. And so um, I think that's a part of their True Colors sort of strategic approach. Uh, is build relationships, get the people to know each other, um, like you were saying, and then also provide economic economic opportunity. I don't I don't, don't quote me on this because I, I don't work for Two Colors, but um, what i heard in the different interviews is that um, I think the base salary, for the, the lowest salary, is like thirty three thousand dollars or something like that, starting that, yeah. starting. That's so that, that's awesome. pretty. I mean, that's yeah. you know that's a starting point, and that then, gives you that good yeah. step.
0: That and need. so
1: um, they've been around for over three years, I think, and they're just now getting their first product out. Because the first couple of years is all about the relationship piece, building that uh, sense of community, developing um, you know, a strategy, um, and developing that sort of onboarding. I forgot what they call their onboarding process. It's, it's a couple of months long, I think, at least, uh, where people go through training. And the cool thing is, um, one of the cool things is th- they, they cap off that training before they start full-time employment via skydiving. So everybody takes the plunge, so to oh speak. Oh
0: my gosh! Um,
1: that's my understanding. Now maybe they've changed that since then, but that's what I saw uh, and, and have heard. So. Oh wow! But that's, well, cool. that's
0: a lot of bonding it's right bonding. there, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Going so it's a shared s- experience. A skydiving mm-hmm. thing to, whew, mm-hmm. wow! Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What an interesting thought! I love that. Yeah. So it, this week, is it for the students at SLU or? Okay. It is
1: it is primarily for the students. Um, Got, you yeah. know, we want to pull in the whole business uh, community. It's a little challenging with COVID and COVID times You're because, right. you know, we, you have to be ready to pivot at any moment. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, from the get go, though, we've wanted it to be sort of a spirit week for students to really highlight the opportunity they have um, to live the mission and to give them examples of what that looks like.
0: That is so cool. I love that you melded the two together. I think that's fascinating. I mean, that yeah. has to make you feel like, wow, I'll, like I've been able to take my passions. And, yep. and then with business, I mean, maybe business wasn't your passion, but now that you've seen how, what, the, mm-hmm. your first passion mm-hmm. can affect
1: that. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, yeah, I, you know, I've, I've become a convert from the standpoint of, I think that there's lots of um, awesome opportunity in business, um, especially entrepreneurship. Um, I have a couple students that have started their um, they graduated a few years ago and they started their own um, um, sort of gaming platform company. Um, and they are the most servant mind ser- servant leader minded guys. And so it's just neat to see how, for example, that they are taking their that, that passion uh, in a for-profit company, but it's how they it's not just what you produce, so to speak, it's also how you go about doing that. right so how you treat your employees, how you how, how you what's your overall mission. and so you know they 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 share with me that, you know, while they're doing you know, A, B, C, D, and E as a product, their goal is to build community. That's their purpose for being. And so I have become a convert, and you know, I, I get excited to think about entrepreneurship or opportunities, um, social entrepreneurship in particular. I think it takes a special gift to, do, to be an entrepreneur uh, mm-hmm. from a standpoint of courage. Always, and resiliency we're risk takers yeah it's it's amazing
0: we are and resiliency is mm-hmm. part of it um anybody who listens this to this podcast knows one of the things i often say is you don't need a self help book or course if you become an entrepreneur you are going to have to figure it yep. all it's going to hit you on every level
1: mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. really will yep
0: and if you uh and you, and you got to get through it and uh-huh. you got to have a good team around you
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm
0: which thankfully I have, uh-huh. and, uh, you know, and you got to have have people that will help you that yeah. really believe in what you're doing and are mm-hmm. willing to, mm-hmm. to teach you what you're supposed to Absolutely. do.
1: Absolutely. And, and to have good, healthy um, um, behaviors, patterns, um, healthy boundaries. Um, you know, I can imagine that as an entrepreneur, it'd be hard sometimes to, to the temptation to work all the time. Right. Yes.
0: Um, yeah. I used to do that. You get over it. Hopefully, at some <laughs> point, when you start getting the burnout, yeah. and so, and we have a thing because you know my um, my company, we've always been remote, right? Uh, we've all worked out of our homes and mm-hmm, what have mm-hmm. you, and since we're not there together, you don't have a sense like is someone putting in too much time, or right. they were, you know, and you kind of start to see that stress build up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you start asking, what's going? Are you stressed? Hey, don't, you can't let it get to the point where you're burnt out. Right. And and so I share with my group often, if you start feeling it, like if you're yep. getting to the place where you're burnt out, you need to mm-hmm. let me know so we can figure out what to do. Because mm-hmm. we can always figure something out,
1: Right. you know. Right.
0: Um, it may not be that exact moment, but mm-hmm. we're going to get there. Mm-hmm. You're going to see the light at the end of the tunnel.
1: And that, that approach is, that's a servant leader approach to to working with others too, just what you're just saying, you know, of, of being concerned about how people are doing. Oh Your employees, you, you know. Employees, yeah. You know um, yeah. Making sure they're, they're healthy and, and taking time for themselves and yeah, that's important. Well,
0: and if you aren't making sure they're healthy, they're not going to last with you. They're going right. to go running and screaming the other right. direction and be like, I don't ever want to see you again, mm-hmm. which, mm-hmm many of us have experienced at other places working yep. for them. So, yep. yeah. yep, Very yep. cool. Yep. So, tell us more about, like, how do we, how do people learn about you and what you do at Chaffetz? Uh
1: Well, so, in terms of students or in terms of just the general, like...
0: <laughs> well, everything and all.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, one of the blessings, again, I have for my role, being in the role I'm in, is to get to work with lots of um, professionals from the community. So we've got an executive advisory board for the service leadership program. So we've got folks from um, Boeing, fo- folks from you know, um, uh, Express Scripts, all over um, uh, different business sectors. Uh, and so uh, one way that I engage with the community is, is through them and get to know and network through them. So that's, I guess, one, one way is um, by engaging in our board. Um, you know, um, we uh, – the students – uh, a lot of it's just, you know, building, again, it goes back to relationship, building relationship with students as they come through orientation. I, <laughs> I they get the spiel for me multiple times and still some of them don't remember, which I guess <laughs> that, that is just part of the course. Do I need but, to record yeah, like, for you? I, I know you were there. Uh, <laughs> I, I talked to you like twice, but anyway, um, but yeah, so it's sort of uh, traditional marketing in that sense. Um, but in terms of like, you know, um, uh, you know, the business school, um, we have, um, you know, mailers we send out. We send out um, we've got a pretty nice website now, um, and so I always encourage people if they're wanting to learn more about service leadership and what we do, um, just go on, the, on our website and and find us. We've got um, a pretty uh, hardworking, very hardworking uh, um, marketing group in the business school. Um, shout out to Christopher, does a great job, and 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 Mike, um, and you know, so, so through social media we'll post things um, from the the main um, Shafit School. Um, social media accounts, uh, things like what's come, up and coming for service leadership, things we're, we're doing in the community. Um, you know, again, like, we've got Mission Meets and Market Week coming up next week, so that's going to be sort of being posted about a lot. Uh, that culminates as also with a big day of service we do. Um, this year we're doing it at um, um, Promise Christian Academy. Okay. Um, which is, I think, out in... Um, West County, uh, but we are going to be doing a lot of traditional service in the form of mulching.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm hoping the weather's going to be nice, but
1: we've got a lot of students going out there to do lots of landscaping for them. Um, oh, wow. So, that's awesome. But to your point, I think in terms of just um, kind of following what's going on with our program and the Mission Meets to Market initiatives in the business school, it's, you know, uh, you know sign on to some of the social media accounts through Chaffetz, and that's kind of where we, we post things a lot.
0: Very cool. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So I have questions. Sure, these are my these are these are going to take our take us into a whole different direction. Um, so one of the things, I mean, you as with teaching what you do with servant leadership, do you
1: have a current favorite leader? Ooh, that's a bad I question. Know, oh man, that's a tough one. This is kind of stuff I would ask my students and put them on the spot. No, this is great. <laughs> um, that's a good question. It, it can I be have, top of mind. You, you know, know, I have. How? I have. People close to me that I really look up to. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my—I don't know if he knows this, so hopefully he listens to this. Um, but Dr. Rob Boyle um, in the business school, such a great guy. Um, he's always been a, somebody I look up to as a leader because he's very other. He's very person centric, right? That's his his leadership form. I think um, so. He is sort of a, a person close to me professionally that I really look up to as a leader as an example. Um, I, you know, I I'm really amazed by. Um, people who, who push for social justice in our, in our communities. Yes. Um, so there's, you know, numerous people, um, that, you know, take that, um, that upon themselves and, and really work for a better world. So in general, those are the people I find interesting. Um, and their stories, I mean, I find other people's stories interesting too, but in terms of examples for how to fight for a better world, how to really work for a better world. Um, you know, um, uh, there's some great Folk, uh, folk I, folk I looked up, look up to in terms of my faith. Um, so people like Dorothy Day, um, uh, who was the founder of the Catholic Worker Movement. Okay. Uh, houses of hospitality throughout the country, throughout the world. Um, she was an amazing woman. Um, and people like uh, Archbishop Arsco Romero, who um, who was uh, assassinated um, by you know basically for standing up for nonviolence and for the poor in, in El Salvador. Oh
0: gosh. Um,
1: and um, so yeah, so so uh, lots of great people. Um, but I have to say honestly, like you know, my um, immediate professional role model is Doctor Boyle, um, and my immediate other personal role models will be like my family, my 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 father, my late father, just a, a hardworking guy, um, very simple, Aww. and um, just a, just a really, I, I look up to him as an example for how to be a servant leader for my family and for my kids. So
0: very cool. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Well, we're gonna go there a little bit because mm-hmm. I. Really did think you'd be more camera ready today because I <laughs> see that Isaac and Lily yes. have a beauty salon at your house.
1: Oh, my gosh. So I was
0: like ready mm. for you to come in, full makeup oh, yeah, and yeah. the whole thing. I would love to talk about that. That was just the sweetest thing. They, <laughs> I loved
1: it. They are, um, speaking of entrepreneurs, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they, uh, they've they done all kinds of business ventures. Um, you you definitely saw the um, the nail salon. Um <laughs> <laughs> Which actually ended up being more of a. I don't uh,
0: know. You were getting uh, some. I w- it was. It was you makeup. You were getting some makeup done. It was uh, and-
1: all of my hair. My hair was all nasty. Yeah. It was. <laughs> I don't know how much hairspray they put in there, um, <laughs> but it was. It was like concrete there for a while. But yeah, they. Um, they. They are one of the biggest challenges for me and the b- biggest blessings in my life. You know, because, um, I mean, as much as you think you could be prepared to raise kids.
0: It's, oh
1: You no. just—you never fully prepared. Nothing prepares um,
0: you. It's a—it's yeah. a constant. Yeah. Oh, what's going on now?
1: And in today's day and age, you know, with COVID and everything, like, there really is no way to prepare yeah. for how to how to do it. So, um, but you know, we try to help foster their creativity. Um, the nail salon is one example, and um, and honestly, like one thing I want my my son in particular, to real- well, both my son and my daughter realize is that um, some of the traditional, you know, gender. Um, categories or gender roles are not necessarily valid, right? Yeah, people. Right. It's it's a it's a spectrum. People are fluid, um, and you. It's great if you're a boy and you want your fingernails painted, and so I'm like, you know, like, hey, I'll model it. So express
0: <laughs> so, who you are. Exactly, yeah, express exactly. Express who you are and exactly. who you want to be. That's um, that is yeah. one of the most amazing things you can do for yeah. a child, right?
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I've oft, I mean that the way I always looked at it with my daughter was, you know, I'm I'm here to service you. Mm-hmm. I'm you mm-hmm. know, I feel like you chose me. Yep. So my duty yep. is to, you know, help you mm-hmm. get through life mm-hmm. as you. Yep. Not who I think you should be right. or want you to
1: right. be. Right. right.
0: You know, and it's worked pretty good so far. She's pretty
1: amazing. Yeah, it's uh they're, you know, like I said, they're very creative. They <laughs> they um they've done like i said multiple businesses so I, I last i guess it was last winter last spring i mm. i built them a little um um lemonade stand booth that's on wheels and so we can nice. roll roll it places oh, and
0: like nice. it's got a neat
1: chalkboard sign on it and um so they uh they started off by, <laughs> by by selling rocks uh, in Grove Park, <laughs> okay, uh, pa- Painted rocks, and they were decorated. <laughs> so, uh, and that, and then my son, when he sold a couple of rocks, his eyes lit up. He's like, "Oh my god, I sold something!" And so then it just led to you know uh, other things like lemonade. We'd done the traditional lemonade stand. They they sent, they sold, and I kid you not, in an hour, about an hour, about a hundred dollars worth of lemonade. I know, wow, that never happened to me growing up in in Indiana. We just didn't have that many people to sell it to. But and then so they also started a uh, a perler bead business—you um, know those little um, plastic beads that you like iron into different shapes.
0: No, I don't know this. So
1: they're around. I think when I was a kid too, but they're just like little little beads, and you put them in patterns, and you can any kind of pattern, and then you get, you iron them, and they become like keychains or oh cool earrings or whatever. Um, and so they were <laughs> they were selling those. Um, so yeah, they're they're creative and. Um, it's fun. It's fun to see them do that sort of thing. They so. are entrepreneurs in the making. They are. How cool is that? They are. And right now for them and for in particular my son, it's the neatest thing is just to earn money and I'm like, you know, so the 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 goal is to be like, you know, Isaac, you know, it's great to earn money, but let's think about also, you know, how you're doing and what you're using that money for, right? Because right. it's more it's about stewardship as well. So. Right.
0: Right, Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love yeah, that. Yeah. So one of the questions I ask everyone, and it's always easy for my guests because all of my guests are so very kind, is around kindness. Oh. So just a top-of-mind experience yep. as of late that has to do with either witnessing or receiving mm-hmm. or giving
1: kindness. Wow. That's another really good question. Um, I'm filled with that. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, trying to think of something that's most recent. Um, well, you're giving kindness next week. That's your, right. You're, That's with definitely your happening. Week, which is awesome. Um, I think you know I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of just shoot for the last couple of days. And so um, you know one thing for me is you know kindness you know there's in that word embedded in that word is the the word kin right. And so it's about um, for me kindness is about that kinship and about how we we work with uh, others you know family but you know, beyond family about how we can create that sense of community. And so a simple example of kindness, and this is maybe not extravagant, but um, was celebrating um, my friend's birthday this past weekend. Um, we, um, um, you know, went out on the town and did this, like, there's this neat program uh, or or Um, game that was in St. Louis this past. You might have known it because you live downtown. It was like a CSI investigation. Like, you go to different Clues throughout downtown. You have to solve the mystery. I missed it. There were all these people dressed (laughs) up. Like, you know, you saw the mystery gang from Scooby-Doo. You saw, like, we were dressed up as the members from the uh, pieces from Clue. Okay, this makes
0: sense because I saw a a lot lot of interesting costumes this weekend. That was Saturday. So um, we
1: did that with with my friends who who turned 32. And so I think, um, again, that's maybe not an extravagant, you know, example of, of, Kindness, but for me, it's about it's about that kinship, and it's That's about it's about being and about, together. And that community. isn't just yeah. here's some here's mm-hmm. a birthday
0: cake. That was like a yeah. whole day. What yeah. did you guys dress up like? We anything?
1: we did. We were the we went as I was Colonel Mustard from Clue. We went as the the Clue characters.
0: I yeah. love it. My
1: son was the billiards room, or no, he was the he was the kitchen. My daughter was the library, and our son's friend was the billiards room. Oh, so, how And then we were all the different characters. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh, I love yeah, it. It was fun. Oh, well happy birthday to your friend.
1: Yeah, yeah. She's she had a a good day, I think. So.
0: Very fun. Yeah. Well, I have to say it has been a delight getting to know you. Well, it's been Trisha been a once again was right <laughs> on with who I should uh, So, do you have any last thoughts or, or that you want to share about everything Ben?
1: Yeah, I think um you know, I've been thinking a lot about sort of purpose and passion um and what is, you know, my life's purpose and you know Professionally, anyway, we all have, I think, multiple purposes. But um, And I think for me, the reason I'm in higher ed and the reason I, I work in service learning and community engagement and uh, believe in kinship is that um, it's, it's ultimately for me about who our students are becoming. It's about walking with them uh, in that process of growth and exploration, of engaging in a community, helping them learn what it means to be civic-minded. Uh, and to me, that's, that's my purpose, that's, is to be that sort of companion to the students um and that happens you know through programming happens a lot probably more to be honest through just relationship building and through one-on-one meetings with students and um you know listening to their struggles and um you know um, just letting them know that they're they're not alone in that process so and um, that they're important yeah. i mean
0: that's what you're doing yeah. and you know it's it's interesting you know, my daughter is um is well she's in college right mm-hmm. now and she's going to be off to to go to college in Denver next oh, wow. year but, you know, it's some of her professors mm-hmm. could give a crap. Yeah. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. they're just not even present. They don't answer yep. her emails and what have you. Yep. And you're like, yep. ew. Yep. And then she's got these people that, you know, mm-hmm. really just adore her, are willing to talk to her, are willing to help her. And yep. that we need that. Yep. That's what we need for higher education. I, I agree. Not people just collecting a check.
1: And and to some regard, that's that's also, you know, the Jesuit brand. You know, that, exactly. that, that formation of the whole person. And. Uh, helping them discover truth in the broadest sense and in the personal sense, right? So, yeah, it's a pleasure being here. Thank you.
0: Very cool. Thank you, Ben Smith, for being here. Everyone out there, you are listening to Mishmash and uh, we love you. Keep being kind and take the kindness up to that next level. Get you next time. Bye.